0: it's your girl monroe and you're listening to pop culture now i know i said good morning but you're probably not listening to this in the morning considering of when i actually recorded versus posted details not the point i'm trying to figure out how the fuck to free up more space in my phone (laughs) when it says that i have space available i don't understand i'm just trying to be great and iphone won't let me uh, so, yeah, let's get started, shall we? <laughs> so, first and foremost, I do want to say a big congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on their win over the Kansas City Chiefs, 31-9. Yay! I found my butt in. <laughs> um yeah congrats I mean (sighs) are we really surprised that they won to be honest weren't we all kind of expecting them to like win because you know Brady had um a record to set or whatever and he said he's like coming back next year or some shit I don't know I have my opinions, but whatever. <laughs> what do I know about sports? Um, but the halftime show, though. <laughs> oh my god, the memes, the fucking memes. I can't even. So, one of them that had me fucking laughing my ass off. So, okay. So first off, before we get into this, um, the weekend killed it. So just saying. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) The track list is as follows for the songs that he used during his halftime show. They are Call Out. Wow, why did I pause there? Call Out My Name, Starboy, The Hills, Can't Feel My Face, I Feel It Coming, featuring Daft Punk, Save Your Tears, Earned It, House of Balloons, and Blinding Lights yes that is why this episode is titled blinded by the lights don't judge me okay all i know is he fucking killed it and also i need a red sparkly jacket in my life because it looks really cool and i want one um yeah so those were the songs so the reason i want to talk about the halftime show besides like that is will we do a pop culture But, so did anybody else peep the similarities between the halftime show and the film Us? Let me explain. So, when he is in essentially a hallway of mirrors and is lost, which the meme's golden. The memes are so golden. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Total tangent here from one of the memes. That I saw I was fucking laughing because it was like, it was in Spanish and it was like, Cuando me mamá, y si yo lo encuentro, que te hago? I was like, No, y'all leave him alone. But, so between like the whole red ensemble that he had and the dancers, so the da 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 da. the wow why am i blinking? so total spoiler if you guys haven't seen us um i don't know what to tell you go watch it (laughs) but i'm gonna give all the spoilers right now so in the film um there is essentially it runs like on a parallel universe right so it's it's us and our shadow selves so to speak And during his performance, all the dancers were dressed like the shadow self of, like, the the one kid. And, because they had, like, the whole head covering and everything and the red shirts. And I was just like, yo, this reminds me of us. And then when he was, like, in the room, in the hall of mirrors and shit, I was like, oh my god, this is, like, it reminds me, total reference in the movie. And, like, the whole thing of the film is, like, um, the vanities of enjoying the finer things in life and blah, blah, blah um well turning blind eyes to suffering etc which i n- <sighs> so i know you guys saw the weekends instagram post a bit back where he had like the the fake plastic surgery or whatever and it was like um very like thematic into what he's creating for this album you know the whole being blinded by the lights thing where <laughs> We get um, we become as as a society as uh, the the th- words Mercury retrograde. Let me speak, please. Um, as a society, we become so blinded to like the vanities within it, and and these um. I don't even not social structures, but like social standards that we place aesthetically for ourselves and like will we devise the image of perfection to be essentially i don't know i just thought it was really cool i thought he called it um he did not have a uh oh, words what are these words he did not have a celebrity guest with him like another person singing with him just because you know Rona and shit I'm assuming I don't really know I'm just assuming but yeah I liked it I think you totally fucking killed it I've watched it again on the interweb no shame I loved it <laughs> Um. yeah and I also had to <laughs> I was at work and <laughs> one of my older co-workers was like I don't understand, and I was like, (laughs) I turned around in my turn, I was like, I can gladly explain to you all these references made, (laughs) because obviously it was like, more so of references I was piecing together, because of vibes that I got from like, the overall look of the performance, which I just thought was fucking awesome, and the memes are great, um, yeah, Yeah, that's all I had to say about that. That's all I had about the Super Bowl. That was it. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, I'm sleepy. Excuse me as I yawn. Um, had a bit of a couple rough weeks. Lately, and that, and my phone not necessarily cooperating with me, so this is potentially going to be a shorter podcast just because of space constraints on my phone. My phone not cooperating with me. I don't know what the hell is happening. And yeah, really, I just wanted to talk to you guys about three separate things. Um, oh, uh, in case yeah, well. Four separate things. Four. Four. Four topics of conversation. The next topic of conversation is... So Vic Mensa had a live the other day with... uh, Oh my god. Aja. Oh, I really hope I said that right. Aja Monet. And it was cool as fuck. They were playing records on the live. Um, The whole purpose of the live was... In preparation for the new song that Vigmanza, Chance, and clef have released, titled Shelter. Y'all definitely need to check it out. Go watch the video. Go, 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 go. After you're done listening to pop culture, go listen to it. If you haven't already, even if you have, go listen to it again. Okay, thank you. Um... <laughs> But it was it was a real cool fucking vibe. I really liked the live so much. It was very interesting. And they were... They went record for record, right? And they were just... It was awesome. It, it was really fucking awesome. And then, you know, Instagram shut it down because they were playing other people's music and blah, blah, blah. But whatever. <laughs> the next topic for this episode is... And... So remember how I told you guys that I was going to do my best to um discuss a new person that has impacted life as we know it. Um <laughs> and make recognition of Black History Month and all that. This was not originally my person for this episode. Um originally I'm not gonna tell you because in I'm just going to do that in the next episode. But he kept coming up all over my feeds, everywhere. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a sign. So the person that I am going to talk a bit about today is, God rest his soul, Jerry Lawson. Um, born in Brooklyn on December 1st, 1940. He is considered the father of modern gaming. To all my fucking nerds out there, are you listening? (laughs) Um, he was an American electronic engineer. He, basically, so, y'all remember when you take out the cartridge and you go... (sighs) And blow on it, and then <laughs> so he is basically the reason that we have gaming systems where you can switch out the games. Like, he did that shit, that was because of him. Um, but a little bit of a background on Jerry Lawson is going all the way back to his high school days, so he actually, um, would save money to, like, basically build his own studio and, 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 like, buy parts and everything when he was in high school, like, he started in his, I can't word, he started when he was in high school, um, and he would do it by repairing television sets. He actually got his amateur radio license, or ham license, at the age of 13, um, In 1970, he joined Fairchild Semiconductor in San Francisco, uh, and he joined as an applications engineering consultant. Um, From that, he followed to create Demolition Derby in his garage. Total tangent. So, have y'all ever seen, like, those fucking memes where it's, like, It shows all the amazing things that were started in a garage. And it was like, now I know what my problem is. It's that I don't have a garage. (laughs) But, you know, same. (laughs) And then in the mid-1970s, he became Chief Hardware Engineer and Director of Engineering and Marketing for Fairchild. In 1976 was the release of the Fairchild Channel F console, which was specifically designed to use swappable game cartridges. Not only did he create the swappable game cartridges, but he also created an eight-way joystick, and he is the reason that you motherfuckers have a pause button to your game, although you damn sure act like that bitch don't exist, but that is not the point here. (laughs) (laughs) same. Oh my god. In 1980, he founded VideoSoft, which was a um, game developer that helped develop software for Atari. Um, 2600 specifically, which ended up... What's the word I'm looking for? Replacing. Ended up replacing the Fairchild Channel F console. Um... And then, sadly, VideoSoft did close in 1985, um, five years after it was opened by Mr. Lawson. Um, After that, he went on and did some consulting work and was part of the Stanford Mentor Program. Um, He was given an award in 2011. uh, And there is a display of his contributions to video gaming and it is a permanent display that is up at the world video game hall of fame at the strong national museum of play in rochester new york that is a lot of words a lot of words and i feel hella dehydrated so yeah fucking nerds that's that's all i had to say <laughs> i'm a nerd too though i just don't currently have a game system which i'm really sad about but you know hopefully soon hopefully soon y'all got a ps5 you want to donate to your girl that'd be dope (laughs) i'm just saying it'd be be pretty cool i'd be cool with it (laughs) but the reason for me even doing all of this is with the way that society society is today and the way that everything is borrowed and stolen and shifted and mushed together it is often forgotten who we should be thinking, and where things originally come from. And a lot of the things that we have, including life itself, need to be given thanks to black culture, to the black community, to the black people. So, take this month, and I hope you've been taking this month. It's only been a week, motherfuckers, so i say it with love sorry i've been uh going through some shit lately so i'm a little aggressive um i've been doing a lot of aggressive positivity i need to work on my inner child healing and shit working on it working on it don't want to cry right now but i'm working on it um but i do want it to serve as a reminder you know everything we have today holds a story so everyone just remember that next time you uh think of spewing hate from the bottom of your heart don't fucking do it okay cool uh so yeah let's go on to some self-love because lord knows i need that shit um (laughs) So, the reason, besides bringing up that I need to work on in my inner child and trauma healing and shit, is, <sighs> the, so, I was watching mid, mid- Summer, and there's a scene that stuck out in the film, where she's talking to Pele, and... He's discussing with her that, you know, he does somewhat understand the loss of her parents because he's also lost his parents, and they just went through this whole, like, traumatic-ass fucking ceremony. Y'all seen the movie, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and she's like, no, that's not what this is about, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he just, he starts, like, sticking his finger in the wound of the fact that she is still wounded over this, and she's not healing that trauma. And, but when I was like damn, it really does all stem back to the childhood, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And it got me to thinking um, about the inner child and making our inner child happy, so to speak, and, and helping it heal. What that means is you are the way you are now because of everything you have learned prior to this moment correct so and that is actually a line in the quote that i'm going or somewhat of the line of a long ass quote i'm going to read to you guys from um i saw it on moon omens on instagram i don't know who actually wrote this if you guys find out yeah let me know who the author is because you know credit where credit is due I will go forth and read this to you now. The thing about healing is you don't expect to unearth every part of you right away. You don't expect to find an answer for every question you ask. Healing can be an accident you stumble into. It can be a word phrase or sentence that sets you on a path to moving forward further. It can be a simple conversation you had with a friend or overheard from a stranger. Remember that who you need to be and who you want to become are pieces you learn to build from who you are today. The truth about yourself will find its way to your shoreline. So look ahead. Even if you don't see the ship carrying the answers you seek, healing is about trusting yourself. Healing is about believing you'll reach your destination. Your home isn't an ordinary place made of sticks and stones. It's a kingdom of moments, memories, accidents, end lessons. Building your kingdom takes time. It may take a lot of pain and years to work with, so don't be afraid to grieve. Don't be resistant to change. And don't build walls too high that your home turns barren. Heal, little one, and don't lose hope. So, if you guys follow me on TikTok, I know every now and then you see me um, say, don't forget to do the thing that makes your soul dance and heart sing. What was one thing, and this is a question that I have for all of you out there. What was one thing that you did when you were little? A hobby. That, oh god, and I hate that fucking word, hobby. (laughs) Long story. But what was a hobby that you had when you were little? That even if you did this thing for 15 minutes... Even if you got to do it for ten or five or two fucking seconds, it lit up your entire world. So much so that you couldn't wait to do it again, and every single time that you did, you wanted more, and you wanted to learn more, and you wanted to learn how to be better at whatever it was. your homework for the following week yes I'm giving you guys homework oh my gosh (laughs) is do exactly that whether it is painting singing, reading, dancing swimming, not here in Chicago because the lake is fucking freezing (laughs) what was that one thing? The one thing that if you got up and did, you know that little you from fucking however many years ago (laughs) would look at you and think you're the coolest fucking person on earth and look at you and say they're so proud of you. What's that one thing? Go do it. Just for a second. Just. To make your soul dance. And your heart sing. Well. That is all. From me today. I am going to go now. And work on. Some fucking inner child trauma healing. (laughs) Um, But. As always, uh, don't forget to follow all my handles at Wifey at IamInRow3, at OnlyFans. And I will catch you guys on the next one. Les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much love, much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to always look up at the moon. Okay, I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.